Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. We're looking at how do we increase our network? How do we increase our reach? How do we increase our celebrity status? How do you generate 50 leads today or 100 leads today? Find someone who's got an audience of 10,000 and get them to promote your thing. There are people on your list that weren't ready to buy last year. They weren't ready to buy last month, but they might be really ready to buy now. And if you're not making that offer to them, they may very well go and look somewhere else. They're not ready to buy every day, but that doesn't mean that they're not ready to buy today. My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for experts who want to be the unapologetic leader in their industry. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life, inside and out. It's time to take your influence, income, and impact to the level you know you're capable of. Are you ready to make a bigger difference and scale up? This is the Influence by Design podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Influence by Design. I'm your Thursday co-host, Tim Hyde, and I'm joined by the amazing Samantha Riley. Sam, good to see you again. You too, Tim. Thank you for the lovely introduction and uh, and good to see you taking us off on the beginning of the show, for instance. Well, you know, we, we for instance, oh my goodness, that's not a great start. You promised, you promised me the other day that you would be on point, right? I did, I did. So for those of you that were not behind the scenes, which you weren't clearly, uh, I've been having a bit of trouble getting my words together. So Tim has done the the introduction this week so that we could actually get this done. Oh my God, <laughs> for two seconds there, like I'm good, I'm all good. I, I'm great today. And then tripping over my words already. This is, this is just uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Sam, what are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about making sales every week. I think that this is something that is not talked about enough in the sense that there are so many, like there's literally hundreds, if not thousands of tasks we need to be doing in our business every week. And I think that we can get caught focusing on sometimes the wrong things and not necessarily making sure that we are making the sales every week and, you know, breathing that lifeblood into our business. Yeah, it really is the oxygen, isn't it? And, and look, this largely, I guess this topic largely came around from a conversation that I was having with someone the other day and, and we were talking about, I guess, the fundamentals, right? And and I immediately came to mind Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And, you know, mm-hmm. we've got need for, for safety and shelter and food and water that um, – that we need as, as you know, to ensure our existence continues. And then as we sort of meet our basic needs, then we kind of ascend into these higher realms of, of actualization, I guess, right? Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. ego and all that sort of stuff that comes after. But the, the basic needs, you know, come first. Um, and we, we got to chatting that if you were standing on the side of the pool and you saw your kid running, you know, flailing around in the water, you wouldn't just stand on the sides 
said, you know, think, you know, think you can swim, right? In terms mm. of mindset, you'll actually jump in. Mm-hmm. I'll swim first. Mm-hmm. And in business, we have the same, I don't know what to call it. And I, I think we need to work on this model a bit more, Sam, but we must have this hierarchy of needs in our business as well. And these higher level of needs of actualization and team and all sorts of stuff only can be realized once we have some fundamentals working first and that is the ability to consistently generate sales in your business and revenue in your business doesn't it i really love that metaphor that you use because that makes it really easy to think about it you know if if you're coming across some times that are a little bit tough think about what you would do if that person was drowning and think of you know um not that our business is drowning, but sometimes we do go through hard times. So I think that that's a really great way to think about it. And that's what we're really going to talk about today is to get what you want. You really do need to do the work, but do the right work that's going to bring you the results that you're looking for. Yeah. Ironically, um, I mean, the other thing that's come up for me in the last week, my son is off on a ski camp at the moment mm-hmm. and uh, he went last week with his outdoor ed class and actually went again and recognised an opportunity. I think his his teacher was saying, well, we're going to have to cancel the second group because we don't have enough kids to go on the on the camp and make it worthwhile. And James, being a little bit clever, uh, recognised an opportunity and said, well, I'll go, but you need me more than I need to, to go skiing, so I want a discount. I love this so much. <laughs> So well, that's the laws of supply and demand, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's this negotiated discount on his school ski trip. But this comes back to these fundamentals, right, and these foundations we need to make sales every week, right? If we don't ask for the opportunity, we won't get it. Absolutely, absolutely. Right? I think we need to almost, you know, in your calendar or however set up your ideal perfect day, I think it's absolutely worthwhile saying, you know, putting, look, even 15 minutes aside, to go and make an offer to your followers, your list, your community, whatever, to say, hey, look, I've got this opportunity, I've got this offer, and who's interested in it? Because if you don't do that, you'll find yourself being reactive to people who come in, and that's okay if you've got lots of opportunities coming at you. But we again, we want to get these foundations right, and if we don't make offers, we won't make sales. Mm, I just want to add something to that because we do need to make offers every day. And I think I put this quote up on social media last week for that every offer that you don't make, that is someone that you don't serve. And if you're having trouble making an offer every day, turn the spotlight from you because it's not actually about you. Making an offer is about serving as many people as possible. And, you know, we really do need to be making those offers every single day um, so that we do make sales every week. Uh, And that's what we're going to talk about, the foundations that you need to be able to do that. Um, And we've got four, four key principles, I guess, here to be able to make sure that you are making sales every week. All right. Let's look at the first one. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Potentially the most important first one, right? Uh, well, very important. <laughs> right. We've got to bring in leads every day. We've got to fill our pipeline with new opportunities. And so that means your lead magnets, your you know, your podcast, your whatever, your social media posts, you've got to be putting yourself out there and building, uh, I guess, building your opportunities, right? If we don't have that lead magnet out, create opportunities off the back of that. So that's, I think, a really important one. I mean, and we have to put it out there. 
all the time. Absolutely. We need to be super duper visible. If people don't know that we exist or people don't know what we do, or if people don't know the um, how we can help them, then they're not able to put up their hand and say, hey, you know, um, I would love to work with you. So it's, it, we do need to be bringing new leads in every day because there also comes the point where if you're if you are making offers all the time and you're not bringing in new leads and bringing in new opportunities, then there is going to be a point where there's going to be no one left to speak to. So we do need to be bringing in new leads every day. Absolutely. Um, what's number two for you? Number two is having one main conversion event. So a conversion event is uh, your, I guess, number one way of moving um, your prospect into a client. So this could be a webinar, it could be a training, a workshop, depending on your business, this could be sales calls, but really getting clear on, on one main conversion event and systemizing it and optimizing it. I'm really hot on those two things, optimize and systemize. Yeah, uh, and do it regularly. I have a client at the moment who we've built a, a marketing strategy around their conversion event, which is a, a webinar, but they've changed they've changed the goalpost on us and they've actually pushed their next webinar back another two months. And so oh, wow. we did info about, well, what do I do for two months for these people who are kind of interested, but it's not for some time. Yeah, yeah, you do need to keep, ensuring that your conversion event is running. I, with my clients, uh, we talk about having, um, we talk about webinars a lot. I believe that you need to be running your webinar or your workshop at least once a month. And if you're really wanting to be more visible and be making more sales, then I would put it in your calendar every fortnight or for, the, for those in the Northern Hemisphere that don't know what I'm talking about, every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, right? I didn't realise it until much recently, very recently. You're like, what's a fortnight? That's a game. Yeah. That play, right? it's not, yeah, well, there is a game, but but a fortnight is two weeks. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, running that, that webinar every two weeks or, you know, at least once a month so that people can learn about what it is you do, your process, your system, and how they can work with you. I've um, and look, every everyone listening to this podcast today will have will have seen the 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 webinar on demand process. Right, literally, it's fifteen mm-hmm. minutes away from the next webinar, and they're they're put on autopilot. And there are certainly tools out there, um, you know, webinar jam, webinar ninja, etc., that can do that. Once you've actually got a really dialed in conversion event, you can put it on autopilot and literally run it every thirty minutes if you wanted to. Absolutely. Um, can I just say, if you don't have a highly converting webinar, don't put it on demand. Make sure that you do have it optimized before you before you systemize it. <laughs> Insane, dial it in first. <laughs> yes, absolutely, dial it right, in no, first. Number three, uh, this one we both agree on, right? Is increasing your network every single day, right? And this is very tied into, you know, developing leads every day, right? We've got to we've got to increase our network, um, mm. and not just with people who are potential clients. Um, as you know, Sam's very big on the partner channel as well. And we need to increase our, our network of people who can promote us to their network. Yeah. Uh, I just had a really interesting question. I just ran a Q&A call for my clients just before we started recording this. And one of the questions that someone asked is, 
you know, when I, when I did my last hand raising posts, there was, you know, what do I do? Because there was competitors that asked for it and people that I know that aren't, you know, ideal clients. And I said, well, it really doesn't matter because it's actually not about the lead magnet. It's around the conversations that are opened up. And if a, and I'm going to put this in air quotes, competitor, because I don't believe that there are competitors. There might be people that are doing what we do, but they're it's, they're different, right? And if someone puts their hand up because they're interested in your lead magnet, that's a great opportunity to start a conversation of, you know, how can we help each other? Can you be, you know, can we be on each other's podcast? Can we do some sort of JV? Can we do some sort of affiliate swap? They're, just because someone's put up their hand doesn't mean that they're going to be a client, that we are increasing our network for all different sorts of reasons. Um, what are some of the other, are there any other reasons that you can think of there, Tim, that I didn't mention? Um, I like the word co-opetition. Ooh, I do like that word. That's very cool. And it is, right? If you're, if you think about the, the size of your market that you could, you know, speak to it, if, if we, if we just pick coaches and consultants as an example, right, there's, I don't know, 250 million coaches and consultants out there. There's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you are teaming up with someone to reach the same market, you've already got more resources available to you to reach that market than someone who isn't teaming up. Mm. Right? So, you know, if we view it like that and we view it as how can we put each other on a pedestal, as, as you and I do, Sam, how can we put each other on a pedestal so that we can, you know, either reinforce the message that we're putting out because someone else is saying the same thing in a similar voice, right? And if you're the only person saying the, the message you're out there, right, it's very difficult because you've got lots of competing voices, but suddenly someone else says the same thing, you go, oh, Sam must know what she's talking about because Tim just said that as well and vice versa. Right? So that's, um, I think that's a really important thing to think about, right? As don't view everybody as competition. Look at how you can collaborate, you know, and co cooperate right, to reach more of the market that you would otherwise want to reach. Well, just thinking off the back of our last episode where we were talking about partnerships, you know, this is a, another way that we can, uh, you were talking about your strategy of in, um, introducing people to your network. That's also another way that we can increase our network is getting introductions and introducing people. So there's lots of different ways that we can increase our network every day. So think about um, networking events, connecting with people via social media, direct outreach, podcast, all of these things, you know, hand-raising posts, moving those conversations to chat, these are all ways that we can increase our network every day. Well, think, think, think about this, right? again, if we're looking at how do we increase our network, how do we increase our reach, how do we increase our celebrity status, if you will, mm -hmm. and just connecting with someone who's got a relationship with an audience of, say, 10,000 people, right, and they promote your, your lead magnet or your webinar or, or whatever it is, or you in some way, to their network, we know that there's a percentage of the market who are ready to buy right now in anyone's network. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do you generate 50 leads today or 100 leads today? Find someone who's got an audience of 10,000 and get them to promote your thing. There you go. There's 50 leads. Perfect. Perfect. So that's number three. Uh, number four, we alluded to this right at the beginning and we've come full circle and come back to this is to make sales every week, you need to make offers every day. Yeah. People don't buy. And I remember getting told this story a couple of years ago um, of someone who actually experimented this. 
right, and how often they made offers to the market. And they found that if they're making offers quarterly, they would make sales quarterly. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, maybe if I change this up, maybe if I change it to monthly, if oh, what will happen, right? And so they made offers, in this case, by email to their database and, strange enough, made sales monthly. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. This, this is going the right direction. Maybe if I make offers weekly, I'll make sales weekly. Sure enough, yes, there was a direct correlation between making an offer and the sales. All right, so let's what's the experiment next? You go, well, what's better than weekly sales? Daily sales. Sure enough, making offers daily to the list, even though it alienated some people, mm-hmm. found that they made sales daily. And so doing See, all the other strategies to kind of keep the list refreshed actually made sales daily, despite the fact that some people were going off. Do you know what's really intriguing about this? And I'm sure, you know, working in automation, you would have this conversation with clients well, new clients especially, or even prospects, you know, how often do you email? And and you would probably find just as much as I do is people saying, I'm afraid to email my list too much. I don't want to hurt their feelings. But that's not what we're here for. Of course, we're not going to to go out specifically to hurt people's feelings, but we actually are here to make sales. And to me, that is one of the weirdest objections I get is, you know, I don't want to to hurt people's feelings or I don't want people to be weirded out because they hear from me so much because to me it makes, it's almost like the opposite of what we need to be doing. Um, Sam, what you said earlier, right, it's, it's, it's reframing how you approach the relationship with you have your clients. If we don't make offers, we don't get the opportunity to serve other people mm. and solve a problem that they need solved. Right? Mm-hmm. People don't buy from you if they don't have a big enough problem. Mm-hmm. So get that out of your head straight away. People will not buy from you if they don't want the problem fixed enough and they don't mm-hmm. value the solution more than what you're charging them. That's that's mm. just a fundamental. If you try and charge someone $100,000 to tie their shoelaces, you're going to find it really difficult. But if you solve million-dollar problems and it costs you 100000 it costs them 100000 they will solve, they will pay that all day, every single day. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's just reframing that conversation in your head about what is the, you know, what are you doing for people and and how are you helping them? And if you make offers daily to help people and they want that help, they will take it. If they don't want that help, they won't. And that's okay. Totally. And it's also worth thinking about this and thinking about your buying behaviors and thinking about when you've paid to work with people before has there been a time before you bought where the problem wasn't um you know it it wasn't painful enough for you to solve were you sitting on someone's list for a while or did you just buy on the very first day you met them think about that because there are people on your list that weren't ready to buy last year they weren't ready to buy last month but they might be really ready to buy now. And if you're not making that offer to them, they may very well go and look somewhere else. So, you know, our, our list or our audience is in different, different times. I don't know how to say this in a different way. They, you know, they're not ready to buy every day, but that doesn't mean that they're not ready to buy today. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And this is where, you know, if, when we use automation and I know you do this with your, your list, Sam, we want to segment our list to people who are opening our content and not opening our mm. content. 
if they're mm-hmm. opening our content and clicking on our links that we provided in terms of value, that's a good indication that someone's more engaged with your message. Yeah. So make offers to those people. Don't make offers to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we do a lot of this work with our clients as well, right? Really maturing the personalization of the communication, not one yeah. size fits all. Right? Absolutely. And to, right? If someone's engaging with you, make an offer to them. If they're not, add more value. Totally. So let's just go back and refresh these four these four foundational principles to make sales every week. Number one, you need to get leads every day and always be filling your pipeline with new opportunities. Number two, have one main conversion event. Uh, doesn't matter what it is, but do optimize and systemize it. Number three, increase your network every day. And number four, make offers every day. How would you, what, what would you like to leave people with today, Tim, around this topic? I think, um, and I just spoke about it again, and you alluded to it earlier in the show, in the show there, um, is that making offers, and I don't know for a lot of people that were just getting into to business, making offers can seem very sleazy. It's like, oh my God, I'm asking for money. It's a bad thing. But again, reframing that in your mind and saying, I can't serve people unless I make offers. Mm. I think that's absolutely critical. If we don't sell anything, coming back to that, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of business needs <laughs> or Tim's hierarchy of business needs, we have to get the fundamentals of our the foundations of our business, right? And the fundamentals of our business that allow us to do other things. And that is making sure that we are making sales every single day to people who that we want to and need to be served. Mm. I think the one thing, and I I want to piggyback off that and sort of take that to the next level, that what I want to leave people with is when you do make offers every day and people do buy, there is nothing more energizing than making sales. When you make sales, it gives you mojo and it's, it's almost like momentum. The more sales you make, the more confidence you get, the more excited you get, the more happier you are because you know you're helping people and, you know, it creates this momentum in your business. So make those offers and, you know, it builds your confidence and you feel good. You feel good about yourself. Yeah, That's what I would like to leave people with. We bang the gong, right? That's <laughs> exciting. I love that you bang the gong. <laughs> I love this. If you have really enjoyed today's episode and you know that there are other people in your network that would get value from this, please share this. Share it on your socials. If you um, pop it up on your Instagram stories and tag um, at the Sam Riley and tag at Winmore Clients, we would uh, Tim and I would love to you know share that that story with our audience and also while you're on your app please scroll to the top and hit that follow or subscribe button to make sure that you're notified every time an episode drops i'll be back next tuesday with another episode but thank you for joining me today tim thanks for joining me thank you and we'll see you all next week ciao Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com. Thank you.